In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Before we go any further in our study through the book of Revelation, I want to pause today in Revelation 16, and I want to talk to you about Armageddon. You know, there's so much uh, uh, supposition, uh, there's so much speculation about the battle of Armageddon. In fact, the word itself has almost become synonymous with um, the apocalypse, with the end of the world. And uh, Hollywood uses it frequently. People surmise what it must be like. But God tells us uh, this is not some mystical thing. This is an actual battle. Now, we're, we're living in a world filled with wars. And the reason there's so much war is because of sin. Uh, that's, that's the root of all conflict and strife and contention. And so, ultimately, the Battle of Armageddon, that's exactly what it is. It is where sin leads to. It is the final fulfillment of the judgment of God on this earth. It is literally the final war. This is the great battle that the earth is moving toward. So right now you have nation against nation, but someday it's going to be all nations against each other and all nations against the Lord. And we get a description of it, at least an introduction to it, in Revelation 16 in a handful of verses. And now we'll come later in our study to Revelation 19. Revelation 19 gives more detail. So if you want to compare Scripture with Scripture, you've got to study Revelation 16 and Revelation 19 side by side. But listen to the words in Revelation chapter 16. Verse 12 says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. You remember, in the last waves of judgment, one of those judgments, the sixth of them, was the drying up of the Euphrates River. And if that seems uh, inconsequential, study history. Because you're going to find that the Euphrates has always been a strategic place and it's always been, in many ways, a dividing line. It has halted military advances. It has served as a separator. But imagine now it's dried up. It's a dry riverbed. So military uh, people and armies can march right across. And uh, this is going to set the stage for the battle. The Bible says in verse 13, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Do you remember this unholy trinity? Do you remember Satan and the Antichrist and the false prophet? Well, here they are again. And out of each one of them comes these seducing spirits. Now, the Bible doesn't say frogs come out. It says unclean spirits like frogs. Why would it use that symbolism uh, frogs are cold-blooded creatures. They sometimes are poisonous and oftentimes uh, change their, their appearance. And so they're, they're symbolic here of the seducing spirits, of deception. And these unclean spirits come out from Satan and Antichrist and the false prophet. And why do they come out? The Bible says in verse 14, "...for they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world." 
to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So what brings about the battle of Armageddon? It is not man's idea. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, it is satanic in its origin, and yet even behind that, or beyond that, we should say, God and His providence is allowing all this to come to pass. So if you think the devil and the Antichrist and the false prophet are just having their way, I want to remind you our God is greater. In fact, I've marked in my Bible in Revelation 16 verse 14 this expression. This is actually the name of the battle. It actually is not the battle of Armageddon. Armageddon is just a reference to the place. We'll see that in a moment. The name of the battle is the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Think of that. Oh, I like this. The battle of Armageddon is not Satan's battle to win, not man's battle to win. It is God's battle to win. It is the battle of that great day of God Almighty. And then he says in verse 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. He's speaking to believers who are on the earth at the end of this tribulation age. He's speaking to the saints. He's telling them, get ready, watch. I'm coming like a thief. And then he says in verse 16, And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Now where do we even get the name of this place, Armageddon? Well, it's a valley. It is known as the Valley of Megiddo. And Megiddo literally means, the Hebrew word means slaughter. So that gives you some insight into what kind of battle it's going to be. This is a slaughter. Remember, it is a part of the judgment of God. It is not really man getting his way, and it is certainly not the devil getting his way. It is God having his way. If you read through the Old Testament, you'll find that uh, this was where Deborah and Barak conquered. Uh, this was where Josiah was killed before the enemies. So this is a battle, this, this valley of Megiddo. This is a battle zone. It's a place historically that was known for that, and it is known for that prophetically. In fact, in my reading, I came across the words of Napoleon I. They said that when Napoleon saw the, the valley of Megiddo stretched out before him, he said, what an excellent place into which all the armies of the world could be maneuvered. Now think of that. This is, this is a secular perspective, and yet that is exactly the place that God has chosen for this final battle to come, the battle of that great day of God Almighty. There's so many interesting things in this portion of Scripture. And notice the kings of the east come. Uh, who are these kings of the east? Uh, we believe that they are uh, China and Japan and perhaps India and kingdoms of Asia. And they come together to battle against uh, the beast, to battle against the kingdom of the Antichrist, this revived Roman Empire known in Scripture as Babylon. And so they think they're coming to battle one another. But this is, this is powerful. In the midst of them battling one another, God shows up. Isn't it wonderful when God shows up? And I'm going to tell you, when God shows up, He's always the victor. When God shows up, He shows up to put down all the kingdoms of the earth. The Gentiles have had their time. Uh, the Gentile kingdoms and empires have, have held sway by that point for millennia. But the Lord is coming back and He is going 
to be the final conqueror. And we read more about that in Revelation chapter 19. But notice the application here. He says to the saints, to the people on the earth, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. What's he doing? He's suggesting that God's people must not get caught up in what's going on in the world and the governments of the world at that time. I think there's something very instructive to us here. In fact, may I just read an excerpt from John Philip's great book on the Revelation. He says this, Perhaps the beast will offer them some kind of amnesty if they'll join in his confrontation with his foes. All around them, there's a new pulse of excitement as the nations rush to mobilize. The siren call to arms, the temptation to become involved in politics, the possibility of being swayed by the deceptive propaganda of the pit is a dire peril to their souls. They must stand aloof. This last great war is for them the last test of their loyalty to a greater throne than Caesar's. In other words, at the end of the age, the temptation is going to be to get so enamored by government that you forget God. May I say we have that same temptation today. Keep your eyes on God. The Lord is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and the battle belongs to Him. It's not the battle of Armageddon. No, it's the battle of that great day of God Almighty. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.